a plane was forced to turn back twice because of drunk passengers. And PETA demands Marines stop drinking cobra blood and eating live animals. And two top chess players die in an apparent accident involving laughing gas. These are the weird stories for Tuesday. This is Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. And I'm happy to do it for you. And I'm happy you're here. Thank you. Let's get into the weird nonsense. It's nonsense. A jet plane was forced to turn back twice because of drunk passengers. Yes, not once, but twice. For drunk passengers. Who'd have thought? An EasyJet flight from Manchester, UK to Spain was forced to return to its stand twice because of rowdy behavior by the passengers. What was it, spring break? Two separate groups of passengers were involved in the incident, which linked the delay to the consumption of alcohol. Here's a quote from uh, some staff or somebody. The police met the aircraft to remove the passengers before it continued on to Alicante. The flight eventually landed in Spain more than three and a half hours behind schedule. The airline said its staff are trained to act quickly to ensure the safety of flights. Another quote. The safety and well-being of customers and crew is our highest priority, you should know. The UK government is considering changing rules that currently allow airport passengers to drink around the clock following a spike in incidents of drunkenness. Huh. Airport passengers can drink around the clock. That's that's kind of vague. Do you mean the entire time you're on the plane? Because around the clock to me just means anytime, always, you know, so they could be drinking before they got on the plane. I mean, you can't really do much about that. Are you saying that they're allowed to drink throughout the flight? Uh, a spike in drunkenness. Drunkenness. I haven't seen too much drunkenness on the planes myself, but then again, then again, I haven't taken too many planes um, in my life, and uh, certainly not UK planes. So maybe everybody in the UK is just really—they're very nervous on the flights, and the problem is they don't have emotional support animals over there to comfort them. So they they drink away their fears, which is really the the normal way to do it. I always tell people, you don't need that emotional support donkey on your flight. You just need to like have 17 screwdrivers. That's a good thing to do. And, and you know, like a normal person would. This is how we deal with flights. We hate them. I just took a flight. I just landed, in fact, um, about two hours ago. And I'm already back in L.A. recording this podcast. That's how dedicated I am. So the article then says... Haynes had mixed alcohol and medication before the incident. Oh, that must be the person, Haynes. It's a, it's a woman. Oh, here, here we go. A British woman. She tried to open the door of a plane last month in mid-flight, and uh, she was sentenced to a couple of years in, in prison. She apparently mixed alcohol and the medication and didn't remember anything. Uh, they really gave her the Gave her a large fine as well. Wow, this poor woman. She got really ham- hammered. No fault of her own if there's medication involved. You know, you don't know what's going to happen with these medications. You try and stay clear of the alcohol when you're on them, but who knows what's going to happen? You know, look, and I'm not, I'm not a saint. I, the last time I was on antibiotics, I had a few pops. I'm not going to lie. You're not supposed to, but I did. And I'm not going to lie. I also operated some heavy machinery. <laughs> you're not supposed to. <laughs> but apparently they're using this example of this woman as a uh, you know the second case where the plane had to be diverted because of alcohol in the UK but um yeah 
I didn't. I had no idea the the drunkenness that was going on. But I, I find it to be normal behavior when it comes to people in the UK. You know, they they just really love to pound it down. Any any of you guys over in the UK that like the show? I know there's a few of you. Um, what is your deal with the drinking? I mean, you just you you drink during everything. I know you drink during during work. I've heard just wasted. Is it true? Is it true? Do you babysit while wasted as well? I want to know. I want to get let's get down to brass tacks with this UK drinking situation. Um, I am very loopy from the plane ride I just had. Um, by the way, so please forgive me if I repeat myself. By the way, I'm very loopy from the plane ride I just had, guys. So just I want you to just bear with me if I happen to repeat myself. PETA demands that the Marines stop drinking cobra blood and eating live animals. I had no idea the Marines were doing this sort of thing. I didn't know that their missions involved drinking cobra blood and eating live animals. But Marines are pretty tough and the missions are pretty complicated. So who knows what's going on? Let's get into the article here. It turns out decapitated cobras are not the only ones unhappy with Marines drinking their blood. So too is the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, or PETA, an animal rights organization. You guys are familiar with PETA because I do stories about how ridiculous they are on Weird AF News. Apparently PETA sent a letter to Marine Commandant General David H. Berger, who must have been pleased getting a letter from PETA. And I'm sure Mr. Berger just jumped right on the case, right, as, as a commandant, commander general would Uh, The letter denounced, quote, the crude killing of animals during the annual Cobra Gold 2020 military exercise. What the hell is that? The Cobra Gold military exercise? The Here's continuous, quote, the photos showing giddy marines swallowing scorpions and guzzling cobra blood are more reminiscent of a frat party gone wrong than a military drill. That's what PETA said to this guy. What the Marines are swallowing scorpions and drinking cobra blood during like a what is this some sort of is part of their training? PETA is calling on the Marine Corps to take immediate action to replace this barbaric exploitation of animals with cutting edge technology based survival training courses that will better prepare the troops. Oh, I'm looking at a photo here. It is a bunch of Marines drinking cobra blood. It looks like a well, it looks like a snake dripping blood into their mouths. Is this a real photo or has this been photoshopped? Is this a This looks like something from The Walking Dead. Can this be really real? Are Marines really doing this? Anyways, the PETA letter cites a story from the Daily Mail, which included accounts of how service members learned to defang tarantulas before eating them, as well as consuming lizards and other creatures indigenous to densely forested areas during training. Okay, so apparently the Marines are learning how how do you survive in the wilderness. Well, this is how you eat a tarantula. This is how you eat a snake. You know, it's like Bear Grylls, right? Did you ever watch that, you know, the, the wild man there? What the hell does he go by? He, there's an episode where he actually, he, you know, he, he removes the skin from a snake. He cooks it. It actually looks pretty tasty. Um, so these are, these are skills that you have to know to, to get through, you know, precarious situations all alone in a dense forest. And the Marines are, are being tested on these things. They're being taught these valuable skills because they're out there. They're trying to save lives, okay, complete missions, trying to protect us. These are very valuable things they need to know. I don't understand why they have to stop doing, you know, the forest exercises just because Pete is offended. The Marine Corps, of course, did not immediately respond to a request for comment, and I doubt they will, and they shouldn't have to. Apparently, Cobra Gold is an annual multinational exercise sponsored by Thailand and the U.S., which features more than 5,500 personnel alongside service members from multiple countries. 
the largest joint military exercise in Southeast Asia. Cobra Gold is in its 39th year, and this year's components include exercises in cybersecurity, amphibious assault, combined arms, live fire, and humanitarian assistance. I almost didn't get that out. This sounds like a valuable exercise to get together with other military forces in other countries and learn from one another, you know, um, like a training camp. I think this is valuable stuff, and I think PETA should just shut the hell up. You know, PETA is always like, they never do anything. They just tweet and send letters. I don't see them out there doing anything. Is this what they just sit behind their desk? Oh, terrible. I wish someone from PETA would just call me. You know, now there's a picture of a Marine eating some sort of forest vegetation. He's smiling. It looks gross. Looks like some rosemary. This is important stuff that a, a Marine needs to learn, I, I think. Who are we to judge, right? We're, look at, we always like to, we don't always like to, but there are people out there who bash the military, and, and, but it's like, and, and the, the way they do things, but it's like, have you been in a position where it's life or death like that? You're going to judge these people? They put their life on the line, okay? Cut them a little slack. Be sending them letters about their, no, it's very, it's unethical what you do. It's unethical to do whatever it takes to protect and serve. Come on. That's my opinion anyways. I've never been in the military, but I have a, a great deal of respect. Some of my good friends are in the military. I got some comedian friends, as a matter of fact, who are in the military. They do a GI tour every year. They go and do comedy shows for the GIs. It's unbelievable. I've been asking to go on tour, but... I'm not a military personnel, but I, I was hoping he'd make an, an exception. I got some pretty cool tattoos, and I've held a tarantula before, so I've, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm pretty tough. A tragedy strikes: two top chess players die in an apparent accident involving laughing gas. How do you even? I saw the title to this story. I'm like, this cannot be real. Two top chess players die with laughing gas. 27-year-old Ukrainian chess champ Stanislav Bogdanovich. Hope I said his name right. Bogdanovich and his 18-year-old girlfriend Alexandra Vernogra, also a top chess player, they were found dead in their Moscow apartment from an apparent accident involving nitrous oxide, otherwise known as laughing gas, which is just a lovely way to spend an afternoon with a chess player, in my opinion. In fact, you should play chess on nitrous oxide. How fun would that be? It's a very boring game. Why not laugh through the whole thing and? I recommend playing other boring games with nitrous oxide, like uh, checkers for one. Perhaps Monopoly? I don't know. Charades would be great. <laughs> Look, I don't mean to. All right, I don't mean to be light about the fact that two people have died. Um, so let's get back to the story. I my apologies. The media reports indicate the couple was found with balloons, which are often used to inhale the gas, and a source told. Uh, the media, that the heads of both victims were in plastic bags. A gas canister was also found next to their bed. My goodness, this is not the behavior of your typical chess player, that's for damn sure. Oxygen deprivation resulting in a loss of blood pressure, fainting, and even heart attacks is a key risk associated with recreational use of nitrous oxide. Users that engage in excessive breath-holding or any other means to cut off a supply of fresh air are especially prone to a risk of fatality. Ooh, there's a video of this guy, Stanislav Bogdanovich. He's very pale. He looks very sickly, even while he's playing chess. Wow, he looks oxygen-deprived in his natural state. I'm going to say he, he kind of looks like a corpse in, in this picture, but he's not dead in the picture. He's, playing, he's, he's in the middle of a match. 
Bogdanovich sparked outrage in his home country after deciding re recently to represent Russia in an internet chess match against Ukraine. Uh, what's wrong with that? Uh, oh, he's not... He says, in a Facebook post, he explained his decision. I answer those who do not understand why I play for Russia. First of all, I'm grounded for this. I only do what is best for the business. While there were no donations, I honestly did not play for anyone. Secondly, I'm now in Russia. It would be ugly as a guest to oppose those who provide a warm welcome. This is just a tribute. And then he went, ha, 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 because he was on the gas, the laughing gas. Oh my God, I'm terrible. I'm going to hell because I, sh I made light of this poor, this poor couple who were probably very much in love, these chess players. But um, I feel terrible that they've, they've passed away. Um, it is a very weird story, though. I, I, I had to cover it. I'm sorry it was so morbid. Um, I think we've all learned something here very important, though, and that is uh, you uh, even... Even chess, like even chess players, like the people that are participating in what seems like the most chill, calm activities, they're they're getting shit faced. They're just getting so messed up. You know, you wouldn't expect a chess player to just be getting so messed up, but I mean, this is what's happening here. Everybody's on drugs. That's that's what we're learning, right? Everybody on drugs, except for me, guys. Not on not on the drugs. Not doing it. I record all of these episodes completely sober, as you know. I can't even keep a straight face right now. Hey, hey, pass me that spliff, please. I'm back, baby. I landed in L.A. two hours ago. No lie. Actually, more like three hours ago. My luggage is still outside my door. I haven't even unpacked it. I have not. All I've done was made myself a cup of coffee and recorded this. And I'm a little late. Please forgive me. It's the traveling situation. little loopy as well. Uh, it was a long fr flight from uh, Tokyo, and uh, but man, am I glad to be back. And L.A. is raining. I'm so displeased. Raining. What's going on with the world? I'll tell you what's going on with the world. Someone joined my Patreon, and that makes me smile. That made me smile. Got off the plane, checked my messages. Bam! Someone joined the Patreon. That's like my favorite message of all, when you join the Patreon. Yeah, what's, what's, what's a better message than that? I don't know. Uh, you... Nothing, really, nothing. Nothing's better than that, really. I'm serious. Which is why I want to give big thanks to Han Solo. Yeah, we'll never know her real name. But she goes by Han Solo. And Han Solo, I adore you. And I appreciate you so much. And I hope that you enjoy the extra content that you get when you join the Patreon. The bonus episodes, the free comedy album download the Alligators Everywhere song. You know what I got to do is I got to upload some more of the ridiculous songs that I've made on the show. Um, they're, they're recorded in the archives. I could pull them out and, uh, you know, re-record them on guitar and then put them out. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that to at least one song every month, I think, going forward. I'm going to put it on the Patreon. Uh, I'm also going to be setting up uh, some free gifts on there as well. So check it out. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And do like Han Solo did and join the Patreon. Become a little part of the community on there. We're having discussions. It's very, it's very, uh, it's very special on there. It's very, it makes you feel like you're part of a little uh, weird AF club there. Wow, I sound so dumb right now. I'm gonna stop, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys about my Instagram at uh, Funny Jones. You can follow me there, posting photos and videos of my trip, which just ended. 
but I'm I'm backlogged with videos and photos because I'm not trying to put out too many. So I'm still going to be releasing photos from from uh, and videos from Japan over the next week or so. So check that out at Funny Jones. Also on Twitter at Funny Jones, and on Facebook it's Comedian Jonesy. My email funnyjones at gmail dot com. You can send me articles there or write me write me some uh, I don't know some positive affirmations. <laughs> <laughs> wish me luck in in my endeavors i have no idea whatever you feel you could tell me i'm an idiot correct me on my grammar as people love to do grammar nazis out there my goodness uh hey i'm doing the best i can here what do you think this is all right this, is, this isn't uh npr what do you think you're getting here you're getting a public educated person public school educated in some poor town in massachusetts what do you think you get just be thankful i can i can uh i can read <laughs> kidding uh what else oh call the show 646-450-2012 yeah okay i'm done i'm done yay